Here's some Chiefs trivia for you. Between the final start of Len Dawson's career in 1975 and the first of Patrick Mahomes in 2019, 29 different players started at quarterback for the Chiefs. Among them are familiar names like Alex Smith, Trent Green, and Joe Montana. Also the less familiar like Mark Vlasic, Frank Sire, and Tony Adams. At any rate, that's a lot of QBs between the two greatest in franchise history the only two to take the Chiefs to a Super Bowl. So when we get a chance to talk to Pat Mahomes, we like to pass the conversation on to you. And that's what we do today on Sportsbeat KC, presented by Big O Tires. It's Friday, January 24th, nine days before Super Bowl 54, and I'm your host, Blair Kirkhoff. After Mahomes, you'll hear from a pair of Chiefs defensive players, lineman Chris Jones and cornerback Kendall Fuller. We selected these players because we haven't heard much from them lately. Jones suffered a calf injury before the playoffs, missed the game against the Texans, but returned to play about 20 snaps against the Tennessee Titans. You'll hear about how difficult it was for him to watch his teammates play in an important game and how healthy he expects to be for the Super Bowl. Hint, it's above 100%. Kendall Fuller has had a fascinating season. He missed games this year with a broken thumb, was admittedly cautious upon his return, and is now full of confidence heading into the biggest game of the year. But first, here is Patrick Mahomes. How you doing? So how do you balance all this out? Going to the Super Bowl for the first time, knowing there's distractions, hearing what everybody says, yet keeping that laser focus getting ready for 49. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing is in these first few days, trying to get everything settled as far as getting family and friends at the game and everything like that, and getting them the tickets squared away, hotel rooms and stuff like that. And so that now, going into the week, I can really focus in on the game plan and doing everything. And obviously, I've already watched film Monday, Tuesday, and stuff like that. But uh, getting my family squared away first, and then now I can really just focus in on, on doing what it takes in order to win it. How much are you leaning on Coach Reed and Blair Blackerell to because they've actually been there and what preparation is like and then the whole experience? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, really talking to those guys, seeing what the what the week's like first off. I mean, obviously we have a schedule of how we're doing everything, but seeing what extra free time I think I can pick up in order to, to either study more or get guys together to get some more work in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just using those guys and their experiences to really have an understanding of what we're going into and what to expect. What do you see the first players? How much time did you allow yourself to celebrate the win on Sunday? And it's a bigger win than the regular you know, than anything. Yeah, I mean, I think just just that night. I mean, just kind of with the family and friends and, and some teammates, just kind of just in, enjoying it. But then going in on Monday, we, we, we got right back onto the the 49ers. And the good thing about about this is we know who we're playing, so you can kind of use this extra week and really focus in on one team, uh, so that you can prepare yourself in the, in the best way possible. Patrick, what do you see in the first glance? Maybe you got a chance to watch the NFC Championship game on the replay or uh, film coming in. What do you? What are your first impressions about the 49ers and that defense that you're going to be facing? Yeah, I mean, I think they're, I mean, obviously they have a ton of playmakers on the defense, uh, defensive line, linebackers, and, and secondary. But they have guys that have had experience and they have young guys that are super talented. And so you can see that they can, that the young guys have really grown as the years went on, as they've learned from other guys around. And, uh, I mean, they're very sound in what they do and the coverages that they play. And so for us, it's about just having to execute at a high level and knowing it's going to be a great challenge on every single play. I shot a couple of TV commercials with Aaron Rodgers, right? So. Mm-hmm. You, do you have you already, or will you call them and say, hey, you know, what do you think? What, what do you see when you're out there? Can you steal some ideas after he just played? Yeah, I haven't even even thought about that. I might need to, but uh, no, it's uh, 
I do have a relationship uh, where I, I can I can talk to him and text him and do stuff like that. But I, I'll probably just focus in on what we what we do what we do here and what Coach Reed uh, game plans because I know he's we've done a good he done a good job of game planning all year long. Patrick, what was extra time? How do you make sure you don't go with like over analysis and not spending too much time watching the film with all the extra? Yeah, I mean I I don't think there's you can spend too much time watching film, but I, I think you can spend too much time trying to dissect every single thing. Uh, I think there's times where, you, where you're playing a team uh, that like like them that they they play their certain coverages and they play them really well uh, that you just have to go out there and execute. I mean that's the biggest thing. The plays are going to be there. Uh, you're going to have chances in the game to have opportunities, but they're not going to be a ton. So when you do get those opportunities, just make sure you execute at a high level. Any other championships you played, and even like in your youth level, that you could kind of fall back on, even if it's like even a T-ball championship or anything of that nature that you could fall back on. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I've played in championship games growing up, but uh, this is definitely a, a bigger one. Uh, the probably the biggest one that, that's around. And so for 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 me, it's just about like like we said, talking to Coach Reed, talking to Suggs, all these guys that have been in these games, getting a feel for it, getting a feel for having to run out of the tunnel and then wait around a little bit before you before you get going and kind of building and kind of containing your emotions and uh, being able to get there and really just play football when it comes down to it. Patrick, can you describe how Andy kind of emotionally connects with you and the team? It seems he's able to inspire but also calm um, you. I, I wonder how that, how that works. Yeah, I think it's just – He's the same person every single day, same person if we're, if we're winning or if we're losing. Uh, he's going to have that same fire, but at the same time still being able to teach in the moment and, and really get the best out of every single person. I think that's a, that's a huge thing. And uh, you've seen it these last few weeks when we're down, and you've seen it when, when we've been up in games. We still have that same mentality of taking it one play at a time and trying to be great for that play. And one other part to that, I mean, his own connection with you directly, I was sort of joking with him the other day about you guys are completing each other's sentences that you actually are. Um, have you caught on to that experience? Or did you, do you remember that happening a few times? Uh, yeah, it's happened before. Uh, Matt Moore has a great story about it, one of his first weeks here. But, uh, no, it, it's uh, it's just being on the same page uh, in the game, knowing what he's going to call before he's going to call it, uh, having the same feel for the game, and then and then making sure we're communicating. Uh, that, that stuff that Coach Reed does a great job with, as, as well as uh, Coach Bienemy and Coach Kafka. Does he still do impressions of me? Yeah, every once in a while he'll he'll throw it out there still. So he he, he keeps the 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 room uh, alive, I guess you would say, and making sure that you know that uh, he can still throw a joke here here and there, even during a week like this. Patrick, on the on the, the Sammy, it, it seemed like you were evading pressure right in your face, and somehow still managed to, to look down the field. It's just like incredibly rare. Is that something that you've been, always been able to do, or is that something maybe you've worked on? Like, what's the key to that? Yeah, I think it's, it's something that I've always done. Is whenever I'm I'm scrambling, keep my eyes downfield. I've never been the the fastest guy, so I'll, I've always want to get to guys like Tyreek and McCole and Travis and all these other guys and Sammy. And so for me, actually on that play, I I, I left the pocket a little too early, just because they did kind of a stunt with the D line. And I thought I could run for it, and as I saw it developing, I knew I kind of had to reset in the pocket. And uh, as I did that, I got back through my reads, and Sammy was a guy I was going to go go to anyways, and he he did a good job of fighting through a, a holding penalty and getting downfield. And and so I was able to get the ball to him in, in enough time that he can score a touchdown. You've been here for a few years now. That, so you haven't been around this like 50 years like the city's been for this to happen. How do you guys guard against winning on Sunday not being the destination? You know, did, you, did you have one more game and not let that part creep in because there's such a celebration right now? Yeah, I mean, 
obviously we celebrated that that night. Um, but uh, I think the mentality of these guys in this locker room is that that we want to get the the big one. We want to not fall short. We want to make sure that we're going to the Super Bowl and that we can win it, uh, and and not regret not preparing or doing whatever it takes to do that. And uh, I think as the guys in this locker room, we're going to take advantage of every single day. Uh, it's a it's a long build uh, for these next week and a half or whatever it is, but we're going to build every single day of just taking advantage of it and and hopefully getting there and playing our best football and trying to find a way to win the football game. When do you think it's going to hit you that you're actually there when the people you you know get out the plane <coughs> Sunday or open at night at Mollis Park that we are here in the Super Bowl? You know, get get a chance to actually enjoy it before obviously you have to put your mind to get back to work. Yeah, I think I think when I uh, get on the plane and it's snowing and then get off and, it, and I'm sweating, I'll, I'll know I'm there. Seriously, <laughs> follow up on that. Literally, the last three months you all have played in, in cold weather, maybe outside. Mm-hmm. What's going to be like now? You know, kickoff should be about 70 degrees when you all play for the championship. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. Coach Reed's been talking about it since the playoffs st- uh, started, staying in warm weather shape, and I think he he says something about it after the game. And so guys have been getting extra running and getting extra stuff in to make sure they're ready uh, to be in this opportunity and be in this this spot. And so obviously we know going from snow and to, to 70, 80, 80 degrees is going to be different, uh, but we're going to make sure that we prepare ourselves uh, physically and mentally to go out there and be able to play a full four quarters or whatever it takes. The Broncos, you were mic'd up and asked, did I look like Lamar there on that juke? And then against the Titans on Sunday, you run that 27-yard touchdown, break some tackles. Mm. How much have you tried to emulate his game, just the respect that you have and that you talked about between players like Lamar and Sean? Yeah, I mean, I watch I watch everybody in the league and try to see stuff that guys are doing. Uh, I think you do that as a as a quarterback when you're you're watching a lot of these great players. And so, for me, I, I try not to. I know I can't juke like Lamar or do stuff like that, uh, but I, I feel like I can't extend plays. And when I when I watch similar opponents, like I watch with Lamar playing the 49ers and seeing how he could extend plays, then I know that that's some stuff that I could take away. But I obviously can't run at the the same agility or speed that he can. We talk a lot. Couple more guys. Talk a lot about Andy. Uh, getting a Super Bowl, but Travis has had this for seven years. Uh, just what's the sense that you get it, just how bad he wants this, given the success of his brother and, and just going through Alex and so on and so forth? Yeah, I mean, Travis, he's played a, a lot of great football in his career. Uh, and, I mean, I know he's super excited to play in the in, in the Super Bowl and get a chance to play for it. Uh, obviously, he watched his brother do it and saw how, how much excitement and stuff that was. And so I know it's going to be an exciting moment, but I think the biggest thing for all of us is just just being who we are. And that's stuff that we preach every single day is just we, we take advantage of every single rep. We let our personality show, and uh, we try to find a way to win the game in any way possible. What was the Matt Moore story? He just—it was one of the stories you got—you got to ask him. It's about how I completed Coach Reed's sentences one of the first weeks here, and he knew that that's when we were on kind of on the same wavelength. From your perspective, just what kind of emotional lift was it? have Chris in uniform and then to see him play <coughs> Yeah, I mean, he, the way he's able to disrupt uh, what the offense is trying to do, uh, either, either it's sacks or just getting in the backfield and setting up for someone else to make a play, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a special football player. And so for us uh, to have him back, him knowing that he's battling through injury, injury and, and he was still going out there and giving his best effort every single play, uh, this, this bye week will let him get fully healthy and then we'll be able to have him for a, a, a huge game and be able to have all our weapons. If your steering wheel has more traction than your actual tires, that's a big oh no. Thankfully, 
For all your car's big O knows, there's always a big O yes. Now through February 2nd, buy three, get one free on select sets of four Aspen Touring AS or Mesa AP2 brand tires with paid installation purchase. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Disposal fees extra and up to 10% shop fee based on non-discounted regular retail price not to exceed $35 were permitted. See store for pricing. Eligibility may vary. Not valid with other offers. At participating locations, no cash value. Chris, uh, how are you feeling, obviously, coming out of that game? I know Thursday or Friday before when we spoke to us, um, I'm feeling better, you know, um, just um, taking advantage of this week off, um, getting healthy, um, getting to the playbook, studying them 49ers. Um, yeah. Were you, were you surprised at, at how well you played? I mean, I know, I know you're confident, I know you have your abilities, but not having had a chance to test it, uh, did you feel that comfortable that you would be able to make the kind of impact you did? Um, when Friday came, um, I kind of knew I was going to play. But, you know, with Rick and the training staff, I thank them guys so much. They took the precautions to make sure I was the healthiest that I could be before the game. Um, but I knew I was going to play. And uh, whenever I step on that field, I try to give 110 cents no matter how I'm feeling. And, you know, whatever pain I'm enduring during the game, I'll just make sure that I battle through it and just give it my all. How were you emotionally after the injury happened and having to just sort of deal with it internally, missing, you know, big game and all? I mean, um, especially an injury at that time, you actually go through a lot. Um, thank God for my guys, uh, my teammates, the D-line, you know, a guy like Frank Clark, that he's all about positive vibes, positive energy. Um, my teammates always uplifting me. Um, <clears throat> you know, just those guys uplifting me and everything because – then you get to question yourself why why it happened or what could I have done better, you know, and um, especially in um, playoff games because, uh, you know, playoff isn't promise. And um, especially when you feel like you can do something to help your team to win a game, you know, it's emotionally challenging. And um, I was fortunate enough that the team went out there, executed against um, Houston, and I was able to um, able to play against um, Tennessee Titans and thank KC uh, fans for the, for the prayers. I think they helped. And Miss Fags, uh, she actually made me some meatballs. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think that's what did it. The meatballs had me feeling amazing on Friday. So, uh, More meatballs. Yeah, that's why I told him, man, it's tradition now. He told me, listen, uh, that's my wife, just relax. And I told him I'm not trying to make any <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you talk about the 49ers. We were just hearing how they can disguise things. All the plays can look the same. And then suddenly it's something different. They've got something special for this defense. So when you studied them, what do you see that they do? They're very special. Um, both sides of the ball. I mean, they have, they they took this off season and um, added some huge key Q pieces. Um, they added D Ford, um, drafted a Nick Bosa kid. They got Richard Sherman on the outside. DeForest Buckner. Their front seven is ruthless. Um, then you look at the offense. Um, Jimmy Guapolo, um, the speed that they've created around him. Um, one of the best tight ends in the league, um, George Kittle. So they got a lot of weapons. They're very dynamic. Um, good, good team. Great team. And you know, with the scheme Shanahan is running over there, is very pivotal. And um, we we got to study film, uh, make sure we dial into what, whatever we can do to affect those guys. Chris, you talked about how how tough it is to sit there knowing you can't play. Now, how tough is it to have two weeks to have to wait to play in the Super Bowl? You know, these days just crawling by right now. No, this is great. Uh, 
you know, uh, I was I was thinking about this last week, and you know, everybody was like, "Man, the bye week is not good." No, the bye week is great. We you need the bye week. You know, this is uh, week week twenty, week twenty one of the season. You know, is long, so um, it's very very fortunate we able to get this bye week and take advantage of it and uh, rest and get our bodies right and our mental capacity of the game right. You know, um, because actually later on in the season, especially for younger guys, the mental capacity, you know, it, it gets hard. You have to start, you know, actually forcing yourself to study more, forcing yourself to look at the playbook because it's so late in the season that, you know, around this time you're actually done with football unless you're fortunate enough to make it to the Super Bowl. Does the stress, you know, you guys had such a focus of getting back to where you were because you were so close last year. And I wondered, did stress maybe, did you see it kind of on you guys? Maybe that's why you got off to slow starts. And is there a relief being here or no? The championship game, it's more stressful than anything before. No. Um, if you actually look at the, uh, how we get off to the slow start, you know, um, third down, I jumped off sides. Um, another third down, Frank Clark jumped off sides. Um, another third down, we got a PI. And uh, I feel like we needed it to stop beating ourselves, uh, making key adjustments on defense, stop beating yourself and, you know, um, execute the scheme of the defense. And once we start doing that, everything started working out our favor because we're not actually depending on the offense to score 30 and 40 points. But what we are depending on that our defense hold up to, you know, keep our offense within the game. Well, fortunately, we got Pat Mahomes that, you know, at any time things can take off. And Andy Reid, who is a genius at offense, you mentioned uh, D, and, and can you speak to the fate of, of you being in this game and, and him being in this game a year after things ended the way they did last year? I actually talked to D um, last week before the Tennessee game, and uh, we were just talking about how crazy it is if we get to play each other. You know, D still is a close friend of me. Um, we still talk on on basis, and um, I'm very fortunate, man. Uh, D taught me a lot uh, while he was here. And more so away from football, just about life. Um, and I was fortunate enough to play with the guy, him and Tama, him and Justin Houston, which taught me a lot. So, you know, it'll be a great opportunity to actually get to play against him. Chris, with the way things went in the game and then you get this extra rest, do you anticipate being able to play the full game on Super Bowl Sunday health-wise? 1,000%, man. Um, I just truly believe in Rick and his staff, um, how they've been handling this. Um, they're some of the best in the business. He's been in the business a long time, and um, whatever Rick tells me to do, I try to do it to my best ability. I, I completely trust those guys and uh, to make sure that they have me ready uh, before a game. Okay. Thank you, you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't forget the meatballs. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50, unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Kendall, how would you just describe your emotions, your mindset in a week like this, with the biggest game possibly of your life coming up? 
uh, I think, uh, you know, one of our coaches, just the, how they set the schedule up, you know, they kind of just, they made it easy for us to focus. Um, just having like a regular week schedule as if we were playing this Sunday. So just being able to have that mindset, you know, thinking about where I'm going to eat, knowing my schedule and things like that. So just being able to keep that same game schedule, you know, what days you watch film, if you watch this on Tuesday, Wednesday, you still watching it just because we got that regular week schedule. So I think that schedule's been helping a lot. And, uh, you know, been been allowing us to focus in, knowing how big big of a stage it's going to be. How, how difficult has the transition been? You're playing a different role and doing things. Is that is that, you know, been difficult? Is it, has it been something that's maybe made it easier because you have to zero in so much and do uh, I mean, time definitely, you know, Anytime you get more time to study and things like that, it definitely helps. But uh, uh, it's definitely been different, you know, but I think just kind of when I was a freshman at Tech, um, you know, our defensive back coach, he was always praising us on, you know, being able to play DB, you know, no matter where it is on the field, being able to do a lot of different stuff. And uh, But just how our system is, you know, the nickel kind of always been playing like a safety and things like that. So I think that's mainly been a big help. It's not like I'm, I was at corner and then I'm just transitioning to like a nickel safety spot. So being able to get those reps as the nickel, you know, all OTA, training camp, whatever, and then it kind of transitioning to the safety spot has definitely been helpful. How much of a challenge was it coming back after the five games off and then just trying to get back to that? Did you feel comfortable with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel better, but it's definitely tough just because, you know, I think I think what made it tougher this year was just what happened last year, you know, having having the surgery last year, you know, and then coming back playing and then breaking the screws in the AFC Championship game. So I think just that that trust level wasn't there when I first got back, you know, whether you're just pressing a guy, you don't really want to use the thumb, um, you know, just when you're tackling, not really wanting to wrap up with the right hand and things like that. So I think Last year, you know, just having what I went through last year kind of affected me this year. But the more I've been able to get out there more this year and make some plays, make some tackles, been you kind of get comfortable right after right after that. When do you feel like it clicked in again for you? Where, Say it again. When do you feel like it clicked in for you when you started feeling? Um, I had a tackle in Chicago that I actually like just little plays. You just kind of notice. Like, I was like, dang, I actually kind of wrapped up with my right hand. Um, I think that kind of made me a little bit more comfortable because it was other tackles I had where I could kind of just notice that I would bring my right right shoulder but wouldn't really bring my whole arm and things like that. So just little things like that. It could have been like a couple uh, plays in practice where I'm like, okay, I actually jam with my right hand. Where naturally my mind is doing it in my head, but it actually takes a while for the body to do it. So I think that Chicago game kind of helped me. Kevin, what did you, you find out of uh, you know, talk with uh, sons about, you know, what to expect, all the, all the distractions that are there for the Super Bowl since he's experiencing. Yeah, I, I think a lot of guys in the D-line room have talked to him, to, talked to him a lot and probably the linebacker room. For us, we mainly been talking to Coach Merritt, Sam, who's been through it as a player and things like that. So every day I told him, like, just them being able to give us that picture of what it's going to be like, you know, just – like when we go into it, we already can kind of know what it is. We got a taste of it already just because, you know, Coach Merritt every day, he'll just, just paint us the whole picture of what it's going to be like, whether it's the media, halftime, pregame, and things like that. And even Sam as a player going through it, being able to tell us exactly what it's going to be like. So I think that's going to be, you know, real, real beneficial for us. What did he say about like opening night that Monday? Um, just really just talking about just the media, just how – He'll give you the paint. He'll give you the picture. You know, I think he said back then they used to do the media in the morning. I think now they do it at night. 
But just being able to paint that picture, like whether you're a guy like Pat Mahomes or you're a guy that's just, you know, picked up off the practice squad halfway through the season, you know, everybody's going to have to deal with media. Um, and just little things about the hotel room, tickets, whatever it is, just being able to paint the whole picture about any little thing. You can't you can't work about the NFL family. What advice have your brothers given you about? Um, just really just locking in, just focusing up. Um, you know, just them knowing that the game is next Sunday. You know, my brother shoot me a text this week, like, hey, dog, make sure you have a good, good week of preparation, good week of practice this week, and things like that. So just them just, you know, taking the pressure off me, whether it be like with tickets, hotels, just being able to handle the logistics and things like that. But really just them just allowing me to lock in. Um, you know, Kyle's out there at the Pro Bowl right now, just having fun, enjoying it. Um, my mother, my brothers, I just called, FaceTime my brother, and he's like with my nephew holding them and things like that. So they're definitely having fun out there. So I know it's going to be fun for them to be able to go to Pro Bowl and then to Miami for the Super Bowl. This is the for, yeah, this is the first Super Bowl for all of us. Is it kind of a, a role reversal? Because I'm sure you grew up looking up to the older brothers, seeing all of them in, in big games, and now all the attention's on them. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely fun. I, I know my oldest brother, the two older ones, I know they, they enjoy it. Just being able to, I remember, you know, he'll just talk about anytime we played on the same time, same games on Sunday, he'll have, you know, the TV up laptop on, you know, FaceTime my other brother so that he can see the game. So they, they enjoy it. They have fun with it. Kendall, when you switch a position or when the defensive coordinator asks you to sort of sacrifice in a way that is unusual throughout the year, there obviously has to be a level of trust. For you personally, what makes you trust Steve Spagnuolo? And when you see the two of you guys found that common ground that allows to have this available success? Uh, I think, like I said, really for me, it was just always kind of you know, even though I always played corner and nickel, you know, I always viewed myself as being being smart, being able to do a lot of different things. You know, I think which was one thing that always, you know, separated me from a lot of guys is be, being able to move to different spots, do different things. And really just seeing how many other guys on our team do that same thing, seeing Dan move around, seeing Tyron move around and things like that. So, you know, when you have a culture like that and guys that are like that, you know, that's that's something that you want to be a part of. And that's what makes it easy because you can't look at it when you got other guys in the room going out there, playing this position, playing that position. And then when it's time for you to do something to help the team, you kind of just like, nah, like, that ain't, like, I don't play safety, sorry, when you got other guys in the room doing it. So that, that makes it easy. And, uh, you know, me, like I said, coming in, you know, to Virginia Tech as a freshman and kind of learning, like, all right, you're not just going to learn this position. You're going to know what the corner do. You're going to know what the nickel do, the safety doing things like that. So it's definitely been fun. That'll do it for today. Thanks to producers Derek Donovan and Randy Mason for putting together the show. And we got a big week planned for the Chiefs' first Super Bowl appearance in 50 years. It's still kind of hard to believe, isn't it? In addition to the usual suspects who cover the Chiefs for the star, you know, Sam Mellinger, Vahe Gregorian, Herbie Teope, and Sam McDowell, we'll have additional reporters and photographers in Miami to bring you the best Super Bowl coverage in Kansas City. So make KansasCity.com your digital home throughout the week and SportsBKC your first stop for podcasts. And if you like what you hear, let us know with a comment. Thanks for listening to Sports Beat KC presented by Big O Tires, and we'll be back Monday talking about the Chiefs from Miami.